it was a different experience, but I can't say that I was disappointed very much because even though we didn't get the traditional graduation that all the previous classes got, we still were made, we were still made, like they still made us feel like we were important. Star Radio. Hey y'all, what up? It's your girl, Sasha Diamond. Thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode. This episode, I interview a young lady named Cassandra. I've known her since she was 15 years old and I've watched her blossom into such a beautiful young lady. She is now a graduate and is headed to university this fall. And she's gonna chop it up with us and just share with us about her journey through high school and the importance of education and, and just her journey in 2020 in this crazy time and graduating in this time as well. So y'all turn your speakers up and we're gonna go ahead and jump into this interview. Let's get it. Hey everyone, um, I'm Cassandra. I'm an incoming freshman at Salzburg State University here in Maryland. Um, I'm going to be majoring in business management with a minor in computer science, and I'm really excited for that. Um, high school for me was a very long journey, but I think the most beautiful thing about high school is looking at your progress and where you were when you started and how you are when it's all said and done. And I can just say that looking back, I've there's definitely been a lot of growth mentally and physically. Um, High school, I started out um, my high school career in Canada, but my first two years were actually my worst two years. If we're talking about my grades, I wasn't really focused on school and I was goofing around and my grades were just traumatically terrible. And so I took it upon myself to move back to Maryland, which is where I'm originally from, so that I can go to school to get my grades together because I knew I definitely wanted to go to college and what I was doing and like my study habits were terrible. So I knew that I needed to come here because here is where my aunt is and she has lots of very different methods than what my dad has who was in Toronto. So it was easier for me to stay on task here than it is for me in Toronto. So basically, um, I started out rough ninth and 10th grade year and then 11th and 12th grade years when I pushed through, got everything back on track. Um, it was a lot harder too because in America we have to take the SAT. So it's like I had to cram for that and then take the SAT and then getting into college is a whole nother segment of it all. It took a lot just for me to go through different colleges, see which ones that I was applicable for, see which ones I had a chance to get in, which ones that I liked and was interested in. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was a long process, but in the end, I'm happy that I did make the change because of course it wasn't easy, but it was definitely worth it, so. Well, it's definitely hard to recognize being so young and I met you, uh, how old were you? Maybe 15 when I met you? And I I know the adjustment of, um, you know, going to school in Canada versus the States is a serious thing because it's definitely a a night and day experience. But I know I'm I'm glad that you made the decision to, you know, go away to or back to home, go back home for you to be able to concentrate and 
you know, work on your studies because there's a lot of, you know, kids and, and teenagers that aren't disciplined enough to say, you know what, I have to make sure that my future is aligned with what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So just tell us a bit about what your graduation, um, cause congratulations, you graduated this year. So yeah. um, what did it look like? Because now we're in the pandemic. So what did it look like for your graduation? So um, graduation was definitely one of a kind. Um, graduated off of YouTube. Um, all the high schools pre-recorded their graduation ceremonies and then we were watching on YouTube. But it was it was a different experience, but I can't say that I was disappointed very much because even though we didn't get the traditional graduation that all the previous classes got, we still were made, we were still made, like they still made us feel like we were important and that we deserved it. And the teachers went out of their way to try and include us in different things and make the best of the situation. So I think that my generation specifically were best at adapting to different situations, adapting and growing and making the best out of every situation. So I think yeah, that's what- sure. And I think living in a digital age right now, you guys are super lucky to be able to be so inclusive um, remotely. I think if we weren't in a digital age right now, a lot of the experiences that a lot of us are facing right now, including, you know, high school graduates and, and elementary school graduates would not have felt, I guess, important, as you mentioned. Um, and like you guys, you know, really made it and you made the effort to graduate and all of that. It wouldn't feel as good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, because you, you know, you took that step to be able to say to yourself, you know what, I need to buckle down. I need to get back home and, you know, figure myself out and, and secure my future. What is it that you want to do uh, after college and or after university and, and your, your education post-secondary? So my goal is I want to become a marketing executive. That's shooting high, but anything within advertisement and um stuff like that for like a big company like Google or something that's what I want to get into mm-hmm. but after um after I graduate with my bachelor's I definitely will start working but I also went to look into grad school but I'm looking just trying to look at it like one step at a time let's finish that let's get my bachelor's degree and then think about grad school but I grad school is definitely on my mind yeah, definitely don't don't put the cart before the horse just cuz things change, you know, when you're yeah, when you're in school and you're, you know, you you figured out your major and you figured out your minor right now, your your feelings may change halfway through. You're like, you know, maybe this might not be for me and then you switch your yeah. major, you know? So, those things happen, so keep yourself open yeah. to that absolutely. And what does your support system look like? Um, Friends, my family, whole family. Okay. Yeah, my whole family. I have my whole family in my corner, so I'm pretty confident. My aunt, she's a power horse. She she gets everything done precisely. Mm-hmm. She's a lawyer, so she has that instinct in her. So everything is gonna be okay. I have no doubts that I'll be fine. Okay, that's dope. And and I'm hoping that you know you have the right circle around you as far as friends go, and you know uh, people who yeah. are on your career path with you or your school path with you. What does that look like for you? Do you have any advice for, you know, kids that maybe are a year under you that are going into, you know, 
uh, their senior year in high school. Do you have any advice for them as far as what they should be focused on, what they should stay away from? Um, for people going into their senior year, uh, my biggest advice is to not let senioritis get to you. Senioritis is when you feel like you're just ready to get out, so you just start slacking. You think that your grades don't matter because you've already been accepted into college. Well, that's how it is here. Um, so you just start slacking, and you start you stop going to school because it's like you you feel like you've finished already, but you're not finished yet. Just power through to the last day. I'm telling you, because if you dig yourself in a hole, it's gonna be terrible to get out of, and it's gonna be even worse because you're a senior and everybody else is graduating. And you're just going to be stuck there making up work. And make sure that your the friends that you have are friends that you can build with and actually have achieve your goals with, not friends that you won't care about in two months. Okay. Yeah, definitely good advice. And um, just making sure that you know you you continue this advice. You're going to have more and more you know insight as you go through school and you and you get your education. You're going to find that you know, you were acting like a knucklehead. You might've been like a couple <laughs> years ago. And <laughs> then you're going to see, you're going to see the other kids acting the same way. And you're like, damn, did I really act like that? Like, yeah, that, that definitely happens. So just make sure that, you know, you keep your head on straight as you are. I'm super proud of you. So just Thank continue you, yeah. to, to do what you do and just switching gears a little bit. Um, because we're in the pandemic, we're also dealing with, you know, for the first ever in our lifetime, civil rights movement. And what I want um, the listeners to get from you is, have you yourself experienced uh, racism at school or just within your state? Because you're in the United States right now, we're in Canada, and our experiences may be a little different, but at the end of the day, it's all the same. Um, mm -hmm. What type of, if there have been any um, racism experiences you've had has that come into school experience or you know just your personal life um well growing up you know I have long curly hair and I have light skin so I people have always told me or like tried to make fun of me and saying oh you're not black you're too you're too light to be black and I'm just like what and then they'll be like oh only one of your parents is black that doesn't make you black or they'll say your lip is not big enough you're not black you have white people lips and so you know just things like that that I think are like very ignorant and people mm -hmm. should stay away from and also um yeah it's just small stuff like that like that's not needed and then it's also very ignorant because I am black I think that people should just be more interested in educating themselves more about things like this because it is important. And especially for little girls in school that are getting picked on about their hair or what they wear or how they look, I think it is important for people to want to educate themselves because it's different if you're being forced to educate, being forced to learn about something you might not even care, but I think people should want to care and should want to learn more so that they won't think stuff like this. Right. And do you find yourself defending yourself or do you kind of leave those things alone? Do you try to educate people that do oh. try to say these things? Oh, I defend myself. I don't let people talk to me like that. <laughs> That's my girl. That's my girl. <laughs> right. Okay. And I know that, you know, it's, it's coming up heavily right now that 
um, everybody is defending themselves and everybody's speaking yeah. up more in workplaces and schools. So that's good. But yeah, I, I mean, I mean, the what you you're about to face is what it will look like in a university um, atmosphere. Well, mm-hmm. is is your university predominantly black or? No, my university is predominantly white. And um, I have been told that I need to make sure I'm aware that there may be people who um, aren't educated on stuff like this and may think different and may have certain views that are um, racist. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think the best way to handle that is to just, there's always going to be people like that in this world. There's never going to be, a, there's no such thing as, having a world where there's nobody that's racist. So the best thing to do is stay away from it. And if it ever comes to you, then handle it gracefully and don't. Um, violence is not never the answer, so. Absolutely. And and I know that, you know, we, we are raised not to be violent with each other and be violent to um, be able to put, put your point across. And it's, it's, um, it's ignorance is what you're going to unfortunately have to deal with and have to face. It's just the way that you handle yourself. So I'm hoping that, you know, if you are faced with these situations because you will, unfortunately, and it it may not be something heavily major, but it is very, it's very much there and it's Mm -hmm. very present in schools. And I'm hoping for your safety and for your mind, your mental, your mental health to be there. Um, to be able to withstand these things because it's it's very sad that there's so much ignorance going around uh with mm-hmm. race and it's more like i know in the u.s it's a lot different than what we deal with here in canada but it's it's i'm hoping that because of the civil rights movement it does bring awareness and opens up uh you know the minds of colleges and universities as well to be able to be inclusive as much as possible to teach people who are ignorant to race and what that actually means. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. for you that that is something that definitely, you know, is addressed and you continue sticking up for yourself no matter what. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how would you just, um, just to end off on that topic, what changes do you feel, you know, you can make in the world just to combat racism? Well, I think that, the best way to handle someone who is racist is to make them feel dumb. Um, you just have to, you just have to make them feel spit dumb. Facts. Like if someone, spit facts, that's yeah, all. just spit facts. <laughs> when any racial slur that is said, there's always a fact that can combat it. So just kill them with facts. That's the best way to handle it. Just make them feel dumb and they'll, they'll be quiet. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> all right. Okay, good. <laughs> And then just just ending off on that, what type of leader do you want to be? What do you see yourself uh, becoming in the future in order to lead the world? I see myself as a leader that focuses on um, fairness because it's hard. It is hard when as a leader, it's hard to please everyone. You can't please everyone, but you can please the majority of people. I see myself as a leader that's fair and as a leader that young girls can look up to and be like, oh, it's never too late to change my life because it's never too late to make to to stop bad decisions and start making good ones. And I want people that are currently in bad places in their lives who feel like they can't pull themselves back up 
to pull themselves back up to see that it is possible because I've done it because I was at a very, very bad place where I thought college was not even on my radar because my grades were that bad. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled myself back up, put in the work, and now here I am and they can do it too. It is a lot of work, but it is worth it. Yeah, I totally agree. It's school is not necessarily for everybody, but if you really want it and you do want, you know, to progress in the future, yeah. um, it's absolutely something that you want to address and make sure that you work hard towards. And this generation, there's like I can definitely say school is ten times harder than when I was in high school and in elementary school. Yeah. And you know, you know my daughter and and um, Nene's thirteen now, and the types of things that she tells me that she's learning, including coding and all of these types of things. I'm like, mm-hmm. I would have died. I don't even know how you yeah. guys like. So I commend all of the students now, whether you're in elementary school, high school, university, college. Like I commend mm-hmm. all of you for doing, you know, putting in that hard work and and pushing through and that extra step that you know that you mentioned that you have to take with. SATs and then um, mm-hmm. applying to the college is a whole different ballgame on its own. Um, that is dedication is what it looks like, really. So if yeah. if you're not dedicated to your future and wanting to make sure that you get into a situation where you have so many options and there's many doors that can open for you, then there there isn't another choice that you can make aside from working hard. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, college and college is not for everyone, but it's not even just about like pulling yourself up just so you can go to school. You know, it's pulling yourself up in any um, predicament that you're in, whether it's school or just life in general. Mm hmm. Yeah. Okay. well, thank you for answering those questions. I really appreciate it. Um, Mm -hmm. we're going to get to the portion of the show that's called open up. This is an audience submitted question on a hot topic and the hot topic question that is being asked of you is what's the worst career advice you ever received? (laughs) Um, (laughs) one time, well, when I was younger, I wanted to be an astronaut. And then I think my grandmother told me something it was like a scientific fact about how people that go to the moon or go to outer space they come back and they're like three inches taller she's like do you want to be three inches taller than your actual height and I was like what I was like no yes grandma (laughs) that is funny oh my goodness So I was like, that's dead. <laughs> oh no. Your your grandma's the goat. Your grandma's the goat. <laughs> if she was trying to deter you, that totally worked. That is hilarious. I know. I was like, that's dead. Never yeah, mind. You, you gotta you gotta make sure you, you tell your kids about that memory. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you wanna be. That's what you're trying to do? Well, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. All right. And just before we close out the show, uh, we are getting up to the listen up portion of the show where I ask my guests uh, to choose a song that best describes their vibe or energy right now in their life or career. So is there any song that hypes you up, puts you in the mood? Is there a playlist that you run all the time? What is it for you? Well, I think the song that I've been listening to over and over again lately is called Confidently Lost by Sabrina Claudio. And basically, it just describes how I feel about my life right now. I'm confidently lost because 
there's so many different ways these next few months can go for me. And I'm really excited to get into it because as I'm starting college, I'm very optimistic. I don't know what I'm doing. Not ever, nobody knows what they're doing when they're first No, you just got to go into it. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm just happy that I'm very flexible in what the future has to hold. So, yeah. Okay, that's dope. And we'll make sure that we put the, the song, uh, the song clickable content in the episode description. So I'll get you to share that with me after. Um, And we'll uh, put that for the listeners so they can click on it and take a listen if they want to. And just to close out now, um, just let us know what you're working on right now, aside from, you know, the obvious, you're going to university in in the fall and, you know, you're starting a new journey. What is it that we, the listeners can expect from you and where can we find you? Well, right now I'm just spending my summer working at a law firm. I'm the office assistant. Um, I don't really do much. <laughs> I just, I just go to work and I come home. Um, I'm currently like my goal is I'm just saving every I get because I'm definitely going to need money in college. So just work and save. Um, you can find me on Instagram at O-F-A-A-T-U-U. That's Ofatu. It means I love you in Tongan. <laughs> nice. um, and yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much, uh, Cassandra, for coming out and just thank being you. a part of the show. I really appreciate your time and, you know, giving insight into what your school career is going to look like and where you came from, where you're going and just how confident you are. You've definitely matured and just (laughs) become this amazing young lady. And again, I'm super proud of you. So congratulations to you again and have an amazing, amazing university career. I know you will be so successful. So continue, continue on your path and just make sure, you know, you pay attention in class, my girl. (laughs) Right. Thank you. No problem. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sdatradiopodcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace.